I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, yo, we light a candle, run laps around the English Channel. Neptunes, I got a cock spaniel. We on the run now. But yo, it ain't no fun now. And where I go, you niggas can't even come now. Yo, you hate the law, well, nigga, break it. I don't care. And when you get caught, remember that. I don't care. NRE. Blow you out the atmosphere. Hey, yo, now we on the run, yo. If that ain't clear, weak niggas want to stick. Yo, but that ain't fair. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. It's Sunday, so it's feedback time. Just kidding. It's oh, regular show say, time. <laughs> if I say we can we do another feedback show tonight. I like to mix me. it up a little bit, Karen. Okay. You mixing it up for real then. Um, it's the, uh, Blackout Test Podcast. You can find us at theblackouttest.com. Uh, there's no guest today, just Karen and I. And, uh, we'll be taking you guys on a magical joyride, um, through podcast land. And, uh, <clears throat> you can find the show at theblackouttest.com. You can sign up for all kinds of stuff there, like email so you get updates every time we post a new uh, update to the site, you know, premium members. Uh, we put out a new episode of Nerd Off yesterday, Balls Deep the day before that. Um, you can also do stuff like, uh, subscribe, uh, like join up, join up, uh, to uh, become a premium member or become a recurring donator. Um, you can also do things like leave comments on the episodes, comments on the polls, vote in the polls, all at theblackouttest.com. We appreciate everybody that does that. Uh, don't forget also, you can, uh, go to, uh, the Stitcher Awards and nominate us right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, nominate us for most original show, man. Nominate some of the other podcasts in the quote unquote Chitlin circuit. Uh, you know, get out there and, um, and you know? vote. Yeah, vote for people, man. Uh, Stitcher 2013, uh, award Push. nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a perfect time to, uh, support the show, uh, in a way that um only a fan can, and it doesn't cost you a cent. And don't cost you a dime. All you, all you really need is a Facebook page to like the static, like the thing, and then you can go vote as many times as you would like. Um, it, you know, it, it yep. helps us out a lot. You can vote every day up to December twenty fourth. Yeah, once a day, every day up until December twenty fourth. Uh, be the best Christmas present you guys can get us, man. So, um, we appreciate everybody that takes time out to uh to do that kind of stuff. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is brought to you by the award-winning short film Perspective. Find out why this film won best comedy short and best dialogue. You can watch it now by going to shadowdollproductions.com/per.html. The link will be on the website by the time this comes out. And getting it as a digital download for less than five bucks. If you buy it within the next seven days, they will send you a link to a down, to download a copy with Rod and Karen's exclusive audio commentary for no extra charge. We had so much fun Woo-hoo! doing the audio commentary. We did. It's basically us asking questions of the directors and making uh, jokes about different choices that they a made. A lot of jokes. Um, and they have like a pretty good sense of humor about it. And then also, you know, there's, just the idea that you get to ask these questions and because uh, people watch movies all the time and i'm i'm sure you guys watch movies all the time and you're like why, why did they choose to do that you know what, what what's up with this actor right here and this is uh our chance to do that man so I, I really enjoyed it i think you'll find it very funny and uh also <clears throat> it's just a great film it's starring uh it's starring um friend of the show impossible white woman kelly Ryder, and um, oh yeah I think you guys would uh, all get a kick out of it. So, um, a very good movie. 
yeah i think you guys should check it out man so um <clears throat> we're also brought to you by a more sexier sponsor mm-hmm. sexy, sexy. yeah let me uh see if i can find some good uh some good uh sexy music um here you go <laughs> Fellas, I like that begging music. <clears throat> Fellas and ladies, are you begging to spice things up in the bedroom? Mm-hmm. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with a adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to cry your ass out of. <laughs> Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any items. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three, count them, three free adult DVDs for a little bit of inspiration. Plus a free extra gift so sensual, you will get down on your knees and beg it to stay. Oh, yeah. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, they're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT when you go check out. And whenever you do that, you get your three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Just code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. All right? Mm-hmm. Only to you when you get that toy. Mm-hmm. That's how you'll be singing about that toy. When it gets <laughs> um. All right, man. We got stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay, so I went... I was I was going out to get breakfast Friday, mm-hmm. and my car had a <clears throat> a indicator light on side, and it was like inside, and it was like tire pressure low. Check the tire pressure. I was like, "What the fuck? Tire pressure low? We just got these tires looked at. Ain't that the truth? You know, like this? Did, did I pick up a nail somewhere? So I was, that's what happened last time. Yeah, yeah. So so I was on the road. I was like, I need to get this looked at. You know, I didn't want to ignore it and then yeah, be on the side of the road with a flat tire right yeah. right <clears throat> a couple miles down the highway all of a sudden my tire blow up or some shit i don't know so um i just take it to the shop up the street i'm like fuck it i guess i'll get breakfast another day or something or eat it later make it lunch brunch something like that pull into uh the shop the dude's like uh we're kind of busy i mean well we're not busy but i gotta get these couple people out of here then we'll look at chores if you want to just sit down so i go sit down or whatever it takes them I don't know, 30 to 45 minutes to even get to me. And uh, they're like, all right, I'm just going to have you drive your car around to the back. And uh, they'll check the air pressure back there. And I was like, all right, sounds good. Drove my car around to the back. And uh, so they brought this uh, young dude and this black dude out. Mm -hmm. And uh, the black dude goes to check my, my tires. And he starts, you know, and he looks, you know, clean shaven, black black dude older probably about 50 or so right and uh he starts checking the pressure in my tires and stuff and uh he he starts talking to me he's like uh yeah yeah you know it's probably just that it's cold outside Uh, i'm from chicago and uh when it gets cold like this uh that indicator always comes on but if you drive like 30 minutes it'll just turn off 
Oh. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Kind of like a basketball. If you leave a basketball in your car in the cold, the ball will compress, uh, because it go flat almost because the air inside of it has, you know, uh, stopped expanding because the temperature has shrunk, right? Like oh, the temperature has gone down. Is that why sometimes when you go outside, mm. look at your tires that look a little lower? I don't know if they look lower, but I know that air takes up less space when it's colder. Like, oh, okay. because okay. air molecules are, uh, not to get too scientific or science less, less than me, but, uh, all energy is expressed through like, you know, motion. Okay. Like, and all molecules are in, you know, are pretty much in motion except that I believe absolute zero, I think maybe is, uh, the temperature where all, anyway um (laughs) stuff stop moving but the point being like air is not stagnant like air uh it it expands and contracts based on you know the temperature if you put it inside of something so if you have a basketball and you put it in your car the air will make it smaller you know what i mean the air inside stops moving as fast you take that same basketball you go inside where it's warmer once the ball warms up it's back to fine okay um Anyway, so, uh, this dude is, you know, giving me this, uh, you know, like, you know, like we're talking and all of a sudden, you know, it's like, you ever like have a conversation, you're not sure that that person is talking to you or you're not sure that you just heard what they said. Cause he was, he was like, yeah, you know, uh, cause we get these motherfuckers in here all the time and, uh, the shit will be going on. I was like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> someone standing behind me that he knows because <laughs> i'm the customer <laughs> i'm pretty sure this is a professional relationship yeah, yeah. that we have this is not a friendship <laughs> like a, did somebody throw some beers in here nobody told me about <laughs> yeah he doesn't even know if i curse that's true too i could be like sir i am a christian who does not believe in tainting the lord's word which but ah! he, he was just like yeah, you know, this, uh, motherfucker right here, uh, you know, I come down from Chicago and shit, nigga, you get up every day. I was like, nigga, what? Ah, he just threw nigga in there like this man clearly is old enough to not give any fucks anymore. Of course. You throwing nigga around at the job with the customer. I don't know if it's just cause I was a black dude. I don't know if I just got one of them faces. Maybe yeah. I look like a nigga and, that comes. And you know what? The beard. May, that's what people were saying on mm-hmm. Facebook was like, it could be the beard. Yeah, but because, I don't. But I, what is it about someone with a beard where you like? Oh, that dude definitely says nigga. And and and, and I know and I know you get on me about picking at you about this, mm-hmm. but the beard makes you look older. So that dude probably thought that you was an older man like him. So he was like, "Well, hey, nigga, you, you know, know what? How it is. First of all, I don't believe you because I get carded now more than when I didn't have a fucking beard. Oh, it you doesn't do? even make sense. <laughs> you get carded more. When I did not have a beard, <laughs> I did not get carded as much as this. Now I know, I'll be like, I, I, sir, I, can I see, <laughs> can I see some ID? I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, I, know, I don't know. I guess I think your beard must be fake. I know you get carded with me because they think you, you're trying to kidnap a little kid. No, by myself. By myself, I get carded. When I went to the bar the other day, uh, to watch the game, I got carded. I was like, the fuck is this? Oh, uh, uh, probably cause. I'm at a table of grown ass <laughs> niggas. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Uh, you know, I think the beer messes people up because they either, hmm, now you got this beer, but you might be trying to trick me. Mm. Or, you know, like, like, you know, you might be underage, you know, you might be a, you know, 17 year old with a full beard. Right? That didn't make sense. I don't I know don't why. Know. I just want to know why the two knew he could cuss and say that. Anyway, I wasn't even offended. I was just like, look at the balls on you. Yeah. 
<laughs> just throwing it out there i like that you know maybe he's that bill cosby age where he just got to that point where he's like i don't give a fuck, fuck no more what they're gonna do take this job from me i'm from chicago Ooh. it's cold up there our lights turn on every day in the morning when uh the, get in the car this ain't got shit on me you know but yeah he told me just drive around for about 30 minutes and shit and uh i was like you know i want to get all my work done here you know that and from the cussing ass mechanic <laughs> That and I bet you it wouldn't surprise me. Like he said, he probably coming in like you all the time because, like you say, once you get that indicator, like you just assume something is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The problem I'm, I'm assuming is just routine. I just we've never had a car this new that no, had that haven't. light, so no. we didn't. So I didn't know this was a thing. I just I like oh shit, something's wrong. With the I car. took it in too because, like I said, the first time that shit went off, it, we actually had an issue. Yeah, right. We it was like oh you lucky you got to us sometime. You would have been driving a little bit further. You would have. Uh, been on the side of the road road. i was like oh man make sure i get that checked out next time but uh yeah he uh he was definitely cussing his ass off and calling me nigga (laughs) and everything (laughs) he was like yeah you know and that was the thing yeah one of them voices too like yeah nigga you guys go because i could you know like he was talking so low and kind of mumbly that i wasn't even sure he was cussing for like five like five sentences in i was like that's, that's definitely cussing because the first time I was just like, oh, this is some type of Chappelle skit or something. Like, am I on camera? Is this a joke? <laughs> Somebody go pop out the blue? Yeah, he's like, yeah, you get this shit in there all the time, nigga. Sometimes you got a motherfucking take this shit. Yeah. Put, <laughs> put a little tie in there. Oh, now this motherfucker right here a little low. Now see, this one low. You see that? See that gauge? I'm like, yeah, I see it. A little low. I'm like, okay, sir. Yeah, I got to this Aaron, this motherfucker. I was, like, I was like, what is happening? I kept looking at the white dude, like, are you hearing this? Do you know he does this? Do you, is he this probably his thing? Does. Yeah, he probably like, was like, uh, cussing Charlie from the back. He probably was like, uh, we, we just let Tyrone do it. He's a good yeah. mechanic. He, he can fix shit that we can't, so we yeah. just let him do his thing. Put Mr. Tyrone on that one. That, that, that looks like a nigga that cusses. Go ahead and put Mr. Yeah. Tyrone on. We, we want the customers to feel comfortable. Yeah, what is his other, uh, look nigga, look like you need a motherfucking oil change on this shit. Uh, I was looking at that motherfucker the other day and, uh, that motherfucker, uh, had to, motherfucker was a couple thousand miles past oil change now. Yeah, don't, don't do this shit no more. You got me out here working hard out here in the garage trying to get your shit fixed. Oh shit, you put that motherfucking synthetic in there? This is, this is that synthetic? Oh, this motherfucking nigga, I'm about to break back down. I was like, you can't talk like this. I want to hang out with him all day. That dude's living the life I want to live when I'm 50. I know. He's just, like, just cussing at people. He's like, fuck you. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Uh, we're out of, uh, we're, we're actually out of pickles for the number five. Y'all got no motherfucking pickles? Give me a number five. I'm coming this motherfucker. Nigga can't get no motherfucking pickles. I was like, come on, uh, dog. You know what? I, sh- I, I should have had that voice the other day when I went to Jersey Mike's and they had no roast beef for your sandwich. Your sandwich, the mm. one you order is nothing but roast beef. I just want him to work everywhere. Like he could work at Jersey Mike's. Yeah. And he'd be like, uh, yeah, I just like a number nine. It's like, all right, we ain't got no motherfucking more roast beef. You gonna have to get some uh, turkey on there. You want some ham? You want some? You want something else on this motherfucker? These, these niggas ain't got no motherfucking. Well, nigga ain't put no order in. They ain't got no motherfucking meat in the back. I already told them to order. <laughs> that motherfucker ain't won't listen to me. That's what you get. You know, I'm from Chicago. I see this shit all the time, nigga. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just give you a ten percent discount. You know, cause these motherfuckers don't care. I give you my employee discount. That dude was amazing. Like as soon as I realized he was cussing and saying the word, I smiled like a fucking three year old. Yeah. I'm like, look at you. Look at you. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know what was. I mean, he was professional-ish. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like he didn't do his job well. 
he didn't try to hustle me with you know a lot of these stuff what you need to do sir is get the long stem extenders on your tires it'll be 27 dollars per tire uh we normally recommend these uh to stop uh some of the friction you're like that eh, you motherfuckers just trying to hustle me he didn't try to, he did it all for yeah, free he trying to hustle you told hit me the gay and like I, the only thing i didn't do was dab him when i left he was just like all right now don't get out of here nigga i was like all right man you, <laughs> you have a good one too tyrone um so that same morning I went to get breakfast at uh, our spot, Toasted Dilworth. Oh, that's the joint. And uh, and I like it enough. I, I, they're a little, they're they're kind of white-ish. Like, oh yeah. And by white-ish, I don't mean white people eat there. What I mean is like the, you know, those places that try to be more fancy than they have to be. Mm-hmm. So like they make every item on the menu almost inedible. Like I. You know, I'm not a picky eater per se, but every item on their menu, I have to change what's in it to eat it because it's yeah. always a little too fancy. Yeah. I'm like, just make me a fucking omelet. But it's like, we have the brie on brie omelet <laughs> where we take brie cheese and put it in. You're like, that's not good. We're having a cheddar. You don't have to. You're overthinking it, baby. Calm down. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's like y'all got that rural renowned chef coming down here making yeah. shit, and, and people down here are like. Mm-mm. And but one thing I can say about this place, and and I found out through Twitter that this is an old person's uh thing, but one time we went in there and I had never seen this before in my life. They had some cornbread, and mm. she bought out some cornbread, and she bought out some apple butter, mm-hmm. and you take the cornbread and you dip the cornbread in the apple butter. That mm-hmm. shit was magical. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And somebody said that that's, that's some stuff that old people do down in Florida. I was like, well, God damn it, I'm be down there playing bingo with them because that shit was magical. That's why me. they act like that. Like, listen to these selections. And maybe these sound good to you, but not to me. All of these have at least one thing too much that I wouldn't eat, right? The avocado omelet, and it's the with capital T-H-E. Avocado, tomato, bacon, and Parmesan. Parmesan cheese in a fucking omelet? Parmesan cheese, the, the cheese that melts the least. The, <laughs> cheese you, the cheese that you put on cheese because it's not cheesy enough. <laughs> That's what you went in a motherfucking omelet? Are you serious? Uh, the Greek spinach, onion, tomato, and feta. Um, I don't want no spinach in my fucking omelet in the morning, dog. Like, that's just but not see, my thing. I would probably eat that, knowing me. Of course, you would order all this shit. Yes. Yeah, you, I'm not saying, I'm saying for me. Personally, I would not order this. Um, mushroom bacon and Swiss cheese in the omelet. Like, I don't know. Cheddar cheese is the, the best cheese for an omelet, in my opinion. That's good to me. Uh, I don't even like American cheese in the omelet because it don't melt right. And it's cheapest. It's the cheapest of the cheeses. Reminds me of the kind that come in those, like, craft singles and shit. Yeah, I like that. But see, I, I like just about anything. The tofu omelet, tofu spinach, roasted red peppers, and artichokes in a fucking omelet. Now, that one, I would minus tofu on that one. Uh, even the Western omelets, which is uh, traditional, you know, ham, bell peppers, onions, but then they go American cheese and not cheddar cheese. I, like everything, I had to change. I'm like, yeah, man, make that cheddar. Uh, the Southwestern <laughs> omelet, chorizo, tomatoes, bell peppers, and cheddar. Now I've had that. That was delicious. I've had it too. The um, only thing I didn't like about it is that the chorizo is too salty. Like the omelet okay. tastes salty. I think they put salt in the eggs too. Cause yeah. when I got it, I was just like, Mm-mm, blood pressure going up looking at it. Um, <laughs> the Northwesterns, fresh herbs and goat cheese. Goat cheese? I don't have that one. What the hell is a goat cheese? Right, exactly. I'm. So- <laughs> I 
I don't know what country that is. The SMG, spinach, mushroom, and Gruyere cheese. I don't even know what that cheese is right. either. Cheeses that you never heard of in your life. Mm-hmm. The runner, egg whites, toasted turkey roasted veggies, and brie. And there's, there's this other one they had on here too that I can't even think of. It had, it, it just had like a, it had a cheese that started with a B. And I, I was like, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna be adventurous. Worst omelet I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Stop making it difficult, white folks. We yeah. know there's 37 types of cheeses. You're not responsible for putting them in everything. No. And like I say, it's, it's, it's one step above, um, like, uh, I hop. Mm-hmm. But not as fancy as like fancy, fancy places. It's like they kind of right in the middle per se. Because mm-hmm. their prices ain't like Waffle House cheap, but their prices ain't cheap, cheap. Yeah, well, all I know is I walked up in there and, um, you know, had my breakfast or whatever and was like, white people, like if this doesn't confirm that white people love cheese, I don't, don't know what know to what. tell you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, honestly, I was watching the Ellen special the other day and I was like, this just reminds me, like she was telling the joke. The point of the joke isn't even supposed to be about cheese. No. But it was exactly where I was like, this is why white people love cheese. Like white people love Ellen. Yes, right? they do. I don't think anybody can dispute that. Mm-mm. And uh, they, Ellen loves cheese. Like I actually got the clip. I don't know. My imagination is, that stops me sometimes. When you're a kid, imagination is fun and nobody tries to stop it. When you get older, you all of a sudden use your imagination to keep you from doing things. At least for me. Like, I'll want to do something and I'll just think, oh, what if? You know that thing? Let's say, for instance, I, I'm out of cheese, okay? And then I'll think, oh, but what if I go to the store and they're out of cheese? I'd be like, how can you be out of cheese? And they'd be like, what do you mean, how can we be out of cheese? You're out of cheese. People run out of cheese. Then I'd be like, yeah, but you're a store. You should have cheese stocked up in the back for people like me coming in looking for cheese. And that's when they send the manager over who thinks he's so cool for being the manager because his picture's framed in front of the store because he's the manager, you know. And he'd be like, what seems to be the problem, ma'am? Which to me is so condescending, like little lady, you know. And I'd be like, the little lady's problem. He'd be like, who's a little lady? I'd be like, shut up and listen to me. You're out of cheese, and I want some. And he's like, well, how about some cottage cheese? Ew. Like, he's going to negotiate the situation. He's a diplomat because he's a manager, you know. And I'd be like, I don't want cottage cheese. I want cheddar cheese. Sharp cheddar cheese is what I came in for. Sharp cheddar cheese and cottage cheese are not the same things. Just because I have the name cheese in the title doesn't make it a cheese at all. That'd be like going to a musical instrument store and saying, I'd like to buy a trumpet. And they say, oh, I'm sorry, we're all out of trumpets, but would you like a shoehorn? See, that's not the same thing, is it, Mr. Manager? It's not. Thank you for the shoehorn, you know. And he starts getting all nervous and everything because a crowd is formed and he starts feeling humiliated because they're all sitting around mumbling, what seems to be the problem? I don't know, she wants some cheese. And so um, he just slaps me right across the face. And so that's when Skip, the part-time guy who works there, who hates the manager because he thinks he's so cool for being the manager and treats Skip like shit because he's just a part-time guy. And Skip's going to quit in the fall and go back to school anyway. He doesn't even need the money. He's from a wealthy family. He's just doing it for the experience because his family wants him to work one summer. So anyway, so he takes the hose... And he goes to spray the manager right in the eye, right? And so, but that's when he's leaning down to pick up the cottage cheese. So he misses him and he gets this old woman who's standing right behind him. She's there picking out an avocado because the older you get, the less you eat and all she wants is the avocado. (laughs) So she screams out, my eye, I've been spraying the eye with the produce hose. 
Williams. And so then that's when her nephew, who's visiting from Austin, Texas, is two aisles over picking out tortilla chips because he's thinking they're going to have some guacamole. Little does he know, it's one avocado. And so he starts running. I'll help you, Aunt so-and-so, running. And then when he's running down the aisle, he slips on the water from the produce hose, breaks his leg, breaks his arms, bruises two ribs right there, gets a stitch put in his cheekbone. Just one, but still it's a stitch. Chaos breaks out, and it's all over. Hard copy and entertainment tonight. Access Hollywood. Lesbian demands cheese causes riot. And I'm like, I don't even want the cheese. Oh, that, that's the serious story right there. White people love cheese. Like, I saw but that I feel clip. it. It ain't all, all cheese ain't the same. Mm-hmm. I saw that clip, and I said, that's just more confirmation in the universe that we were right. Mm-hmm. White people love cheese. I mean, who can do three minutes of stand-up cheese related stand-up other than white people no black people have this set you know what i mean but white people have it government cheese and it ain't no three minutes right exactly they don't have no fucking three minutes of just cheese cheese related bits um all right man we have a bunch of articles and stuff uh the first of which uh everybody on twitter got very upset friday it was uh it's going crazy it was going insane apparently twitter was changing how it blocked uh functionality works on twitter okay i heard about this but mm-hmm. yeah let, i'm gonna break it down uh, please do i'm I gonna break it down because i didn't understand mm-hmm. y'all ready for I this am. now before when you block somebody it supposedly blocked them from being able to see your feed on twitter if you were a public account unless they logged out and just went to the website and looked at it which oh. you know anyone can do yes because you have a public account mm-hmm. on a private platform that's right twitter is a company not a government issued uh, <laughs> right right that's true now so uh twitter the company decided like we should try to use this differently and a typical uh reactionary twitter um like you know to reaction twitter twitter style people lost their shit without even understanding what the functionality did differently okay what it did was it allowed people to stay following you it allowed them to see your tweets but then they could not actually you could not see their tweets so when you block someone it basically served the function of ignoring them okay i like that right um now the thing is many 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 people had public accounts so they would block people and they would um want that person not to be able to log in and respond to them but the i don't know if they knew this but the person could like the person could easily just you wouldn't see it but they yeah could, you they, wouldn't see it yeah they could quote you and then say whatever they want to say about you there's nothing mm-hmm. you can do about it nope that has always been the same yes it has you know um and they could log out and see your page, right? Mm-hmm. Um, other people could, could quote you or whatever and they could copy and paste that shit if they wanted to. Like, there's ways around. It's just more work, mm-hmm. right? It was never impossible is what I'm saying. Nope. Unless you had a private account, which most of the people complaining did not have. Uh, you could have a private account, um, and you hit the, and you block someone, they had, they're forced to unfollow you. That remained the same okay so no one who had a private account needed to complain about anything what it was is people wanted to be public and still have people blocked and still make people have to log out to see their tweets or not see them at all um 
so twitter was like no we're just gonna make it where they can see your shit but you can't see theirs and there's nothing they can do to get to you to know you or whatever and that's fine because you want it you the way it's designed they won't know that they're even blocked Mm -hmm. and you won't even know that they exist which is you blocked them in the first place that's what you wanted right right so okay right but here's like i so yeah i think the block functionality in people's minds work differently. Like I think before they thought when you block someone, someone from Twitter goes to that person's house and kicks them in the nuts. And apparently it doesn't do that anymore. So yeah, it just blocks them on Twitter. So that's yeah, not good and, enough. And, and the thing about it is that like, like you say, even if you block them, they can still tweet you. You just would not see it. Like, I don't know why people don't think that like you could, they could still tweet at you and put your name in there and it'll roll out. You just won't see it. Right. Now, when you block people and you know, before when you block people, what it would do is it would let them know you blocked them. So it's like, if I try to respond to you, Hey, such and such, I, you know, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about blank. It says this person has blocked you. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I saw people on uh, go online who clearly didn't understand how how the changes worked, and they were saying stuff like, "This is gonna let people harass people. This is gonna let people who you know are who, who don't want to be stopped by people be stopped." It's like, no, it's not. Mm-mm. It is absolutely it, it, not gonna do it that. Let them people go on about their everyday lives and not even know you blocked them. Right. And I, and because right go because you would basically since it wouldn't be this hard emotional. I block you, motherfucker. Like it wasn't, it wouldn't be this rude. People get a kick out of that. Confrontational. Oh, you been blocked. See that? See what I did to you? Since you, since they were taking that out of it, you know, in the, in the, in light of the Christmas spirit, even I was like, this is a much better way. And people, instead people were describing it as it's unblocking everybody. No, it wasn't. They could just see your tweets. And honestly, if you have a public account, they were going to see, they could see them anyway if they wanted to. Yes. And, and my thing is that people like that power of saying, I blocked you. And I think, and to me, I'd appreciate it because that way people who take blocking sensitive, I ain't got to see you tweet down my goddamn timeline fussing about motherfuckers blocking you. Here's the problem that I have with it. And it's kind of a general problem with society. People were trying to frame this as, well, now stalkers are going to be able to get to you and all this stuff. And they were complaining without even understanding the functionality. And they were absolutely fucking wrong. And none of them are going to apologize. None of them are going to say they're wrong. They got their candy because Twitter switched it back because it's ultimately a business and they don't want to deal with this. And that's what businesses do. And I don't blame them. But um, they this was better. This was a way to take confrontation out of it. Yeah. But what people don't want to admit and the people on my timeline I saw bitching about it the most, they're addicted to confrontation. They're mm-hmm. addicted to arguing with people on Twitter about things that they disagree with That's, constantly. Yep. Most they, of the people that were mad were people that argue politics all, all day. The and they like the power of, of being able to tell someone, I blocked you, fuck you, and now you won't be able to see my stuff without logging out. Because ultimately they're public accounts. They're not private so they really because i was like you know if y'all are really upset about this you could just go private Mm -hmm. everybody they have a functionality built into the website that literally takes care of this 100 percent of the time just go private and then you can pick and choose who can even see your shit they don't want to do that they just they just want to go out there and be like hey look my middle finger you middle finger to you middle finger to you it's like 
to me, I think for people who don't like confrontation, this would be a smoother process because they're like, I can block people. They not even know they blocked. Nobody got to deal with them fussing and complaining about being blocked. Nobody has to deal with them tweeting down their timeline, fussing about everybody that blocked them. Right. You, I mean, honestly, right. to me, because, that shit get old. Well, not just that, but pe- because they want their cake and eat it too, right? So people are like, well, I can go private, but then if I when I tweet at people that don't follow me, they won't see it. Right. They can't see it anyway. But you don't want to believe in all this privacy and shit, right? Like, just go public then if it's not a problem. And when you block someone, it's about their annoyance to you, not the other way around. Round. Like, you annoy me. I don't want to see you anymore. No. Nope. Blocked. You can, see you can say whatever the fuck, fuck you want up. to. Because why? It's America. No one can stop anyone from saying what the fuck they want to, guys. I'm sorry if you didn't realize this. And there's no social media platform that can stop it. People can talk shit about you. It's one of the number one lessons I've learned from having this podcast. People don't give a fuck about the truth. They don't give a fuck about what you had to say about something. Nope. Some people are just going to talk shit about you and you're going to just have to deal, deal with, with it. it. And you can't stop that with any functionality. You can take it off Twitter, take it off Facebook. You can, they'll talk shit about you in real life, talk shit about you on the phone, talk shit about you on their platform. It doesn't matter. But you guys are such control freaks. Yep. And y'all felt like Twitter took some control because you didn't get to be like, talk to the hand, talk to the hand. Like you, that you can block a person. They can still see your shit. And now they don't get the privilege of seeing your tweets. So everybody got upset about it, you know? And I was like, this is, and then they lied. This is going to let people harass you. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. Not, not any more than they could have done already. You know what I mean? Cause like I said, if it's literal harassment, not even like the Twitter harassment, Let's say they literally are harassing you. Like they are going to come to your house and fuck you up. They're going to stalk you when you go out to the grocery store, right? Mm -hmm. They could just do that by logging out and clicking on the Twitter page of you. Mm -hmm. Your account is public. There's nothing private about your account. Yeah. It was very weird to see people get this upset. It's like fucking babies. And I'm like, aren't you all adults? Like y'all aren't, isn't it Christmas time guys? Yeah, but but you know what? I maybe this is just being my perspective and how I feel. I feel that when it comes to social media and social network, a lot of people lose their goddamn minds. They do. Everybody's a diva. Like it's funny listening to people talk shit about Kanye. I'm like, you're Kanye. Yes. You're little mini Kanye on your fucking Twitter timeline. You fucking egotistical bastard. We're all in this shit together. How dare you even judge him or anybody else? You're all fucked up. Like you are all. Everybody on Twitter. Is Twitter famous? You know what I mean. Everybody yes. thinks like I'll see. You'll see somebody with five followers. Like you know, when I get to talking this real shit, motherfuckers be so scared. I'm like, it's five people following you. Like nobody's scared. No, nobody nobody's cares. Nobody's even, upset. Yeah, it could be five thousand people following you, and nobody gives a fuck. It could be a million people following you, and nobody, nobody gives really gives a fuck. fuck. Why? Because Twitter's not paying your ass. Right. No one's going to miss breakfast because of your tweets that day. No. You know what I mean? But people are so like, I've run this motherfucking shit, nigga. I'm a motherfucking you, G you, about my tweets, bitch. Yeah, you don't run a goddamn thing but your timeline. I block Understand you, nigga. That. I block you. Block, Karen. 
block. You talking about my timeline? Block, nigga. Now you got to log out to see what I got to say publicly about my fap sessions and my fucking, uh, my opinion about the new Beyonce yeah, album. and how much dick I suck and how much I fuck and how much I hate bitches and hoes and how much niggas ain't shit and how much I drink 40s. You want to know about these $300 dates? Log out and look at my shit, nigga, because yes, I am you, a trill ass G. Yeah, you want to see how much ass I eat. Come on now. Right. It's amazing. Because people really, and I know everyone was mad, but they couldn't see it at the moment. I was like, you guys are all little divas. Yes, I am too. And, I'm not even going to lie yet. Yeah, I'm not even accepting myself. I'm in it. I'm saying, you all just want to block people so that you can have the power trip. It's not even about, Mm-mm. like, that. I'll get stalked. It's not well, they're about telling the you, functions. Twitter is telling you, you will not be able to see what they say about you. So you don't have to worry about that. You've blocked them. Because that's the purpose of you blocking them, right? Yeah, you okay. can't block them from everything in the world, but you block them. And motherfuckers are like, mm-mm, that ain't good enough. <laughs> so good, so good. Oh, shit. What would y'all do if people really didn't like you? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> and, and, and the funny part about it is most of you really don't know what it's like. You just pretend like you know what it's like or somebody says something that you don't like and all of a sudden you act like your motherfucking world coming to a damn end when in reality you would not. In reality, most people are not this confrontational as they are on social media platforms. Half the shit you say you wouldn't say in real life. Yeah, that's one of the things. And not to mention all the platforms have all these mute functions and I don't want to see this and all that. But it's one of the things that's very funny is how much people are so confrontation on twitter and like i said they seek out each other to argue like it's one of the reasons that i fell back completely off of like politics and shit like i only say my opinion i don't argue with anyone and i don't want to discuss it if i see someone else talking politics on my timeline i don't i pretty much don't say anything yep i let them roll uh sometimes i even mute those people because i'm like i don't want to see this shit all day in my life like that's the truth you know it's cool when you're on some silly cool shit but i'm not trying to you know talk about it get involved in your political stance of the day your i wake up angry and i need a cause every day type of bullshit so i don't fuck with them like i don't stop them I don't, but I don't, I don't join in. It's like, that's the truth. y'all go be mad about that shit over there. Um, so it's funny though, because those people need the other people. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that, that you know, they need the other people like a racist on Xbox needs a black person in the room. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, my, ty- my Twitter, I mean, my, 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 uh, Xbox live name has black in it. And, so people will be in there like uh, yes the other day some dude was in there he's like uh yeah uh the black guy black guy tips mm, uh black i don't believe you and i thought that's hilarious uh but two that's racist like you just want to be racist so i didn't say anything i don't have anything to say this racist ass i'm just playing it's like i know you can hear me i see your your headphones on i didn't say shit just, come on you ain't gonna say nothing back Got sadder and sadder, didn't it? Come on, black girl, please. I'm here alone. My kids don't love me. I don't have a wife. She left years ago. Allow me to be racist to you. Yeah, I became like a therapist or some shit. But the point being, they need me as much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they need me. They need somebody to be offended. Well, the same thing happens with all this political discussion and shit. Mm I don't see these motherfuckers changing minds. I don't even see anybody going, I wasn't aware of this, so I didn't care about this issue, so now I'm going to join in. 99% of the time, what I do see is someone comes on and goes, hey, did you guys know that they are killing 
gay people in Kuwait. And then another person come on like, good, good riddance, the faggot should die. Oh, you are the most terrible person on the world. Yeah, well, fuck you too, faggot. Wow, you're being so offensive. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Oh, uh, do you suck my dick retweet. with that cock mouth? And then five hours later, block, I block you. I block you. I block you, nigga. I block you first. Block you. Block you back. <laughs> I block you twice. And then I'm going to talk about you for an hour without talking about you directly. Block, but I blocked you an hour ago so we shouldn't see each other. And I think the power trip of telling somebody you blocked them matters. To a lot of people. Yeah. I know I... when I block people, it matters. I'll be putting the hashtag. You know what's so funny, Karen? I don't block that many people. I don't. I would, I would respond and I put hashtag blocked as a joke. And people take And that. they will respond people, and they will be mad. Like People will have heart attacks when you do that. Oh, nigga, what, you block me? Right. They were joking. Just, they were just telling me how terrible a person I am. Like, I do it to things where it's like, hey, man, I listen to your podcast and I don't appreciate how you be talking about, you know, the Cowboys or some shit. And I'll be like, yeah, man, um, I'm an Eagles fan, so fuck the Cowboys all day. Uh, man, well, fuck you. Fuck your mama. Fuck everything you stand for in your little punk ass show. I hate you. I hate everything you stand for over 140 characters. Hit, hit TMI, ah! hit TMI to see the link to see the rest of this. And I'll be like, fuck you. I never click links. Neither. Um, and then they'll be like, well, I never listen to your show. I don't even want to hear what you have to say. I'll say hashtag blocked when I respond to them. And then they be like, oh, so you just going to block me, man? Fuck you, dog. How you going to block me? Like, I'm a fan. And I'm like, how can I read this if I blocked you? Uh, hello, I'm reading this. Yeah, how would it allow you to send this if I blocked you? Oh, man. Oh, you all right, man. You you crazy. You crazy, Rod. You silly. You gave him a heart attack. Yeah, you made me think I got blocked. I'm like, yeah, th- because you need me to be offended, uh, you know, to to say that shit. Like, yeah. you want to get in the argument. You want to have the confrontation or whatever. And I think a lot of these people that I saw complaining, which were mostly the people that kind of are the fire starters or at least people that get involved in the fires every day of Twitter, and they were mad as shit they couldn't block these people. I was like, or not even couldn't block them, that they couldn't. Uh, the person wouldn't know confrontationally block them. Yes, like the person would like 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 for me, my personal opinion, I would have preferred this method. Like honestly, like I'm like, hey. I block you. Everybody can go with their life. You don't know you blocked. Right. I can move it's on. It's much better. It is actually much better. It's a smoother because transition. Because honestly, the only thing, when I block somebody, the only thing I care about is not seeing them. Not the other way around. Yeah. That, you know, you know. This got to the core of the issue. I actually would love for them to be able to see my shit and I, and just, I never ever respond. That is my life. That is what I believe in. Like, yeah. I, like, I would love, uh, a world where you can say whatever the fuck you have to say about me, and I'm so oblivious to, to that shit. Oh. The oh, joy. So good. The glorious. So feeling. good. I would love to be wearing KG's headphones and walking in the, the arena truth. and hearing, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I would love to have that life because fuck your petty ass. That is so beautiful. It's more, it is more, uh, to me, it's, it's actually better. You know what I mean? It's better than going, uh, you made me so emotionally upset that I am blocking you. And now you understand that you have been blocked and you will never, ever be able to see what I have to say again unless you log out and then you look at it and, you know, like, like everybody else. Yeah, Cause yeah. it's public and, uh, this is a private platform that a business has that really doesn't benefit from having a lot of, um, you know, making it so that people can't see other people's tweets. But hey, fuck you. You know, like, yeah. I wouldn't much, I love it better to just be like, watch me 
live my life and just be mad yeah, I love, I want my Twitter timeline to feel like the LeBron James commercial with the kids laughing and me hugging up on my wife and ah. playing with my Samsung. I like that shit. I, I love when too. people be mad at me and they be like, fuck Rod. And I'll be like, watch me live my life. It's so good over here. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I agree with you. I completely agree with you. And the, the thing about it is that a lot of times, uh, I do the reverse. I kind of, t- I encourage people to, to unfollow me. Because it's times where I know I talk about bullshit and I put bullshit out there. But you know what? You can't control your timeline. I tell people, if you don't like what the fuck I'm talking about, use the options that Twitter have. But everybody only wants it the other way. They only want to want to control you, but they don't want you controlling them. Yeah. And, and, and Twitter don't work like that. Yeah, just, I, I'm just saying, I know people that are mad at me all the time. I know them. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like I'll see, like people still talk Probably shit. Me too, they just don't. And it, it slips through the filter. They'll use the hashtag or something to talk shit about us or whatever. Oh yeah. But I just be like, I don't even respond because I'm just mm-hmm. like, you care more about me than I, I care, care about, about you. you. And I love the idea that you woke up with me on your mind today. Ain't like that's, that's the truth. So beautiful I am to that, me. I am that important. Your dick right. got hard this morning. You couldn't wait to get your ass on Twitter to put a hashtag because you wanted to be sure I read it. You talking about right. shit that happened three years ago. Motherfucker, we not talking about that it's shit, so, but you got to let us know that we still on your mind. It's so good not to care, and I really wish y'all would join me. Like, I hope everybody can just join in on the group of people that are like, yeah, I don't care if you can see my shit because I don't care about you as the number one message that wants to i want to get across the block message is not you can't see my shit no 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 boo boo the block message should be i don't give a fuck if you see everything i have to say i no longer care for your opinion i don't understand why people don't think that's just as gangster i don't i don't get it and it hurts people's feelings more but you can't get people to understand that let me tell you who uh hurts people's feelings and they can't understand it beyonce released her fifth studio album without warning she referred to it as a visual album titled Beyonce. I can't wait to listen to it. Exclusively available on iTunes without any announcement. Mm-hmm. So I already made an impact. I heard it sold out like 80K in three hours, uh, 200,000 the first day or some shit like that. And number one on iTunes in multiple countries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called a visual album. Um, I want to say it comes with like 14 songs and 17 videos. Yes, sir. Uh, I bought it obviously for Karen on iTunes. Yes, sir. Um, I'm still waiting for it to download because she broke iTunes. I believe that. Uh, with Twitter going crazy over the release, the Daily Motion reports that it caused iTunes to temporarily crash as fans rushed to download it. Uh, press release notes that Beyonce has been the target of leaks, explaining that iTunes only launch is a fully designed preventative plan. The album will be offered as a cohesive body of work with every song and every video available all at once for one single purchase. Do you understand how much work Bart? <clears throat> you understand how much work she had to do to do this? She did all this in secret, basically. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just the amount of seventeen videos, all the tracks, and then you keep it secret this long. I bet Jay Z didn't know this shit was coming out. Mm-mm. Probably woke up Thursday, like, what the fuck is going on on my Twitter timeline? Everybody saying I'm the man for some reason. Hmm, this is different. I didn't do anything. Did you do something last night? Mm-mm. And and I 
love it um and i know roger gonna say some things but i want to talk first no i didn't have him go ahead okay 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 you had nothing to say okay well i got plenty to say about this okay um number one it was brilliant marketing brilliant um she said this put like this she's showing people that she has so much power she don't have to market she don't have to promote she don't have to tell y'all shit She's like, I, my fan base is so strong. I put this shit out after scandal, after I knew black women was going to be up. And they was going to be like, what can I do? Scandal done broke my heart today. Mm-hmm. And an hour after it go off, somebody was like, oh, shit, Beyonce. And she set the world on fire. And it's one of those things I'm going to tell people right now. It's people out there and artists that wish they could do the shit that she just did. No artist has ever done this before. You don't I, even watch Scandal. I only watch Scandal, but mm-hmm. but 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 I know a lot of black women watch Scandal, and a lot of black women love Beyonce. I can, mm-hmm. I know I know them two go together. So and it's one of those things where it was funny though, because I went to bed, and uh, when I got up, Roger was like, I I I didn't need tell because I didn't know the album came out. So Roger, because I was asleep, I was like, well, I didn't tell Karen that uh, Beyonce album went out because she would have went to bed. She which is true. I probably would up half the night listening to the shit. But it's just one of those things where I uh, applaud Beyonce. I know a lot of people like Beyonce stands and things like that. It's just one of those things where for me personally, she gets so much hate that she does not deserve just for existing. Mm-hmm. That it makes me happy when shit like this happen and motherfuckers get mad. Do you know how many artists look and was like, how the fuck this bitch, A, keep it secret. Make videos and DVDs, charge people a flat rate, and motherfuckers paid for it. Mm-hmm. No, no, nobody was nobody was uh, uh, getting it illegally or any of that. Like people literally paid for it and didn't have a problem paying for it. Mm-hmm. Didn't have an issue paying for Pay, it. Uh, paying sixteen dollars for it. That's it's right. not a ten dollar album like most iTunes releases. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 it's and it's one of those things where. <coughs> She is literally showing y'all that motherfucker I am important. No matter what you say about me dancing and turning up Super Bowl lights, motherfucker I am goddamn important. And it's just one of those things where regardless if you hate her or not, you have got to applaud her marketing strategy because I don't know, honestly, any other artist, I might be wrong, black, white, Latino, no matter what genre of music, that cannot push, not promote, not have any type of machine behind you come and your shit is number one in multiple countries on goddamn iTunes. What artist can do this outside of Oprah Winfrey? And she only motherfucking sang. There, there is no artist that can do it. Like, that was a thing. Lady Gaga, who many people would argue is the princess of pop, had a $25 million promotion budget and her album pretty much tanked that. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I'll bet they wish they could get that 25 million back. Cause Beyonce basically realized something that, uh, a lot of people, it takes them a long time to realize is, is I'm so famous. I don't have to. I've created my own brand. Yes. I don't have to spend all my money marketing. Uh, word of mouth will work. The news will cover it. Uh, it'll be a big event. I don't have to because of who I already am and the work I already put in. I'm not McDonald's. McDonald's is number one in the world and continues to tell you, please come to McDonald's every single day of your life. Come on now. Beyonce is like, I'm Beyonce. All I gotta do is drop this. Like y'all will be excited. Mm-hmm. 
and it, you'll, it'll be like you're in on something you know what i mean yeah. like it's like so it i think it's one of those things where she's like okay just secret release just bam go get it off itunes and the reason i think it separates her from other artists that have tried to do similar things it's a complete project you, yes it every video is done you're not cheating nobody yeah like every but listen every video is done also it was in complete silence like it wasn't people going oh uh, the new such and such coming out in five days mm. it was just out yeah when you heard of it you could go get it that's right even people i saw that became jaded by her last album that didn't even really like it that much yeah, even people that have um you know really seemed to wax and wang over like the idea of if she's gonna be a feminist and all this shit and lot like all those people were acting like children on my timeline that thursday night or friday morning i guess friday the 13th like everybody was like kids getting christmas presents Mm -hmm. you know i gotta go buy this right now i had to download this right now and and i think for me for her fans she was like this is a gift from me to you honestly she was like this is a gift not a gift you're buying you're you're paying for it Mm -hmm. but the illusion of it being a gift a mm-hmm. surprise mm-hmm. is 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 the smartest part of it. I don't think right. people understand that. Yeah, like, well, uh, yeah, well, the also there's a, of it. There's also a premium on the fact that you don't have to kill yourself with anticipation. Yeah, you don't have to wait for the singles to be released. You don't have to wait. Here's the album. It's yours. It's done. Go go enjoy that. Have fun. Mm-hmm. That, that that's that's why that's why I say. And you know why I was. And you know what was the coolest thing about it, and one of the reasons that you'll never catch me really talking shit about Beyonce. Um. The coolest thing about it is she had genuine for, and they only have it for a couple hours. I'm sure it's different now, but on my Twitter timeline for a few hours that, that night in the middle of the night, everybody was a Beyonce fan. Mm -hmm. This is a dude. Listen, I do not own any Beyonce albums. I've never even listened to a Beyonce album unless Karen was playing in the background. And even then I normally would be like, yeah, it's not really for me. I love the idea of Beyonce. I love the I I love that she's a person that took control over her career, took control over her marketing. A person that uh you know is a black woman that uh you know love that you know obviously married to a dude that is her equal quote unquote uh, business wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I just love the idea that she's a powerful figure that everybody has to acknowledge. Mm-hmm um in in her genre man and i you know and you can't like skip by her you don't have to like her no and i don't you know like i said i don't even listen to her music like that but um i just love and the, the number one thing i love is i love that so many black women love her like i love that so many black women are like this is my shit unabashedly mm-hmm. you know they're gonna overanalyze the fuck out of the music they're gonna write 700 think pieces about it and feminism and Mm -hmm. what it all means and that but the fact that for a few hours on twitter every single person was excited every single person was rooting for this woman they were unified they were having a good time i love that shit yeah like can i just love that like people always shit on her fans that's beautiful like her fans are great like that's what fans are about like rooting for a person to be great yeah. wanting to wanting people to not like talk shit about that them. person i think a lot of people are addicted to the fact that they can um like they don't want to say it but they're kind of a fan in their own right because they have to talk shit about her 
yep i don't listen to her music do y'all understand how what i'm saying here i don't listen to her music and even i'm just like yeah i don't have anything bad to say about her yeah and, and i and i do so it's just one of them things but i i think uh the very first uh beyonce album that i really listened to roger had gave it to me i think he downloaded something was was b-day the one she released on mm-hmm. her birthday a few years ago mm-hmm. and i i don't know if roger paid me attention but i played that thing like a zillion times yeah i heard it i heard it. like i would be cooking that shit would be on i'll be cleaning that shit would be on i'll be working out that shit would be on like i played the fuck out of it um because it's just one of those things where i just enjoy is is it you know can she really sang sang no you know, does she has moments where if if she really um uh put out a a, a work, could can she really sing? If she mm-hmm. tried, yes. But most of her stuff is poppy. I don't mind that. I don't care. It's just one of those things where she is who she is, and I just enjoy and love and support her. And I think that that's a part of being a fan. I think a lot of people consider being a fan shitting on you. I'm a fan, but I got the right to shit on well, you because I'm a fan. Well, not just there's two two camps that I've seen on Twitter and shit and all this arguing. One, there's the closet Beyonce fans that try to pull the like moral superiority, like I'm a fan, but I'm not a fan fan like y'all fans. I'm just a fan that is sophisticated enough to respect it, but I'm not got to go all heads over heels. And I'm like, you a motherfucking lie, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I know your ass be listening to that Beyonce getting your life and then you come on Twitter trying to be above it. Fuck you and your half fanship. I don't trust you. I don't want you around. Like, I don't trust that kind of person. Like, I prefer the motherfucker that's like, this my shit, nigga, and they about to go yes. dance. I trust that person way more than the, I'm going to go dance in the closet and get my life and then I'm going to come out the closet and be like, yeah, I don't even really fuck with Beyonce, man. Yeah. I mean, it's all right for y'all niggas. It's all over. I like those people, man. I like the yeah. people that are all about that shit. So um then there's the other people that get all excited about um like like that they get off on the fact that they can say i don't like her and someone will respond because i don't like her and nobody has and i don't have to feel this need as you know i don't like her music like that i don't have to go out there and put it into the world like please respond to me because y'all want the attention don't lie that's right you know when you say that shit what's gonna happen so when you like people be like yeah i guess if you like a i mean i remember when beyonce used to be a black woman now she got now all of a sudden her skin brown uh is all look like a white girl with the blonde weave and a skin like that and then all of a sudden oh fuck you duh. see that's the problem with beyonce fans they always up in my mention like you no, knew that was gonna happen they were minding their business you said something not just that but you want the attention don't try to act like you didn't want the attention yeah because because you wanted it and I, yeah it's a way to make it about you is to wake up that morning course. and tell everybody how ancient beyonce is and how you don't get it like, there's always somebody on Twitter that don't get it, and they have to let everybody know that they don't get it, which means people are going to come to them and be like, what don't you get? This is good. But that's, you can do it with literally anything. Yes, you can. I can wake up in the morning. I don't like the habit. I don't get it. Like, it's going to make the, the argument. It's going to make the attention about about me now. And people do that all the time. Yep. Yes. They- so I think those are the camps of the detractors. There's the, I like it, but I ain't trying to say I like it. And then there's the people that... I don't like it, but let me tell everybody I don't like it so that I can get some attention. That's true, too. And I remember, oh, was it a few years ago? I forgot it was some holiday. Nothing was on TV. And, and uh, uh, 
I think she had did like one of her live concerts or something like that. It might have been a rerun. And we watched her concert. She puts on a goddamn show. I had a beautiful time sitting there watching the concert. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where her tickets are high. I'm not even going to lie. That's why I've never seen her live because her yeah. tickets here in Charlotte got told my oh, I can't speak about the other parts of the country, but them shits is high. Um, but I would love to go see, just to go see her live. It's just yeah. one of those things where I just, and I very, very, very few artists I want to see live. Not just that, but people like, they get off on hating her so much. It's really like, yes, they do. It's like negative fandom. Like mm-hmm. it's all like it's, it's a sickness or something. Cause you shouldn't know this much about somebody you don't like. Ain't that like, the truth? I don't, I couldn't name you her songs on her last album cause I didn't listen to it, but you could. Mm-hmm. And you claim not to like her. That's weird. Yeah, you you probably could tell you how many <laughs> albums she had. Right. You tell you yeah, she broke up with Destiny Child. Yeah. You know about her daddy, her mama. You can tell very... me all this information for somebody that don't give a rat ass about what the hell she doing. Yeah, it's very fucking weird, the obsession people have. And I really think on a, not to get too psychological, but I think on a deeper note, uh, a lot of this shit stems from people's... Um, wanting to separate themselves especially you know black people wanting to separate themselves from other black people and having this complex about looking down on other black people yes because i can't be part of the group i have to be alone or else i lose my individuality and this is a thing that a lot of black people seem to like so let me find a way to distance myself from this thing that black people love so you guys all love beyonce well i don't i don't love her i just like her a little bit barely if if, if even that i actually hate her i don't like her at all and therefore i have found my identity by pushing away from the crowd and it's like it's really not that important dog like Mm-mm. it's okay for you not to like her and shut the fuck up like ain't that the truth because you i mean or just accept that people are going to talk shit because people are going to talk shit dog yeah and and also i think and this is just my personal opinion i also think the beyonce thing to me is similar to the scandal thing it's a ship shit that black women like right. and love and the second you get on any social platform some shit that black women like and love folks have got to come and tell you how you ain't shit because you love it well even are- other black women though that's true that's that like it's not even like because that like the same thing with scandal yeah right like it's but it's like a lot of people are finding their identity through through pushing themselves away from it like look guys aren't i good aren't i better than everyone else i don't like this you know what I mean? It's like that. Like this popular thing that you got that everyone seems to like and have no problems with. It's terrible to me because I'm better than you. And that's the, that's kind of what people are trying to get across in my opinion. And, uh, I'm just, you know, I just don't pay much attention to it. Like, uh, Bo came on and was like, you know, I never really got her music and stuff. And I was like, this really, is this really the morning for that? You know, this shit. First of all, fuck, fuck whether you like her music or not. Right. True. Obviously for everybody. Fuck it. Can we just talk about the fact that she released this shit in secret? In secret, dog. The Grammys got to want to go back. They got to be like, shit, we didn't know she was going to do this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the Grammys, like, can we do the nomination special one more time and just, um, excuse me, Katy Perry, can you just slide the fuck off, bitch? Um, yes, can you just, <laughs> can we just, um, slide a Beyonce? Yeah, we're going to put Flawless on there and yeah. just take that little Royal Like a Lion shit off of here. We don't yeah. need no more Lion King. Lion King was played out in 1995. Yeah, we, Get we, the fuck out. Uh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we don't care nothing about that. Come on, Beyonce. We don't, we, we don't care about you turning our lights out. We got a generator. Right. Cause she is the biggest pop star in the planet. And, um, I guarantee that, like, if we had known it was coming out, we could have nominated some singles. 
Yep. You know, if, if we had known it was coming out, we could at least did a song of the year for Flawless. We could have done something. But nah, they didn't even know, dog. They didn't even know. They could have been like, oh, we could get you on this. You know what, Beyonce, for you, for you, dog. Okay, don't tell nobody this for you. We were going to do this December the 5th. But we can move the shit to like December the 17th. Okay, it ain't shit to us. I mean, oh, it, I don't give a fuck. You know what? My, you can come perform on the Grammy nominations. It would not even uh surprise me if last minute they get her to perform. I, oh, first of all, she about to kill it for the next year. Come on now. For the next year? Oh, and, y'all thought y'all was mad at the Super Bowl. Mm-mm. She about to be on everything, everything. performing her ass off. Everything, honey. She about to be on everything. Honey, it's about to and, be bad. And I love it, honey. She was like, oh, y'all thought y'all thought it was over when I tumbled my ass down some steps and got back up and shook it like 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 uh nothing happened. Y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all think I was mad when my hair got uh caught in the fan and I made mm-hmm. a gif and joked about that shit? That dude tried to drag off stage? Yeah. She was and like, she said, no. let him stay. Let him yeah, she, you know, she was, she was like, y'all, y'all think y'all mad. Y'all ain't seen shit yet. If y'all don't like me, you really ain't gonna like me now, bitch. She about to really, cause see, that's the thing. Like I saw someone say, well, she's on tour. I ain't talking about tour. Mm-mm. I'm talking about like Ellen. Yep. I'm talking that, about, talking about commercials. Half, I'm talking about halftime of fucking games and shit. I'm talking about, uh, you know, probably another, uh, special. Come what, on like now. on HBO or some shit. Like she that kind of. I'm saying y'all about to be so sick of her and she already has all of y'all blocked. And I don't mean that she's confrontationally blocking you. She's letting you read her timeline of success and just not responding. Mm-hmm. She good. And, and, and that's, she shut I, down iTunes. Come on. Nigga, I, ain't iTunes. Heard it, I ain't heard it yet because it is. Nigga, it's iTunes. I tried to download that shit. It was like, it ain't working right now. Could not download these seven songs. Why? Cause iTunes is fucked up. Cause Beyonce done fucked it up. Cause she done dropped this hot fire and everybody yeah. wanted. You know, you know, you know, you know, the IT people at iTunes was like, God damn it, Brent, if you don't get this goddamn server up. She shut this shit down like Obamacare. Yes, Just, she did. You can't go to the website. Uh-uh. It was like loading, loading, loading. I've been fresh, kick out. I've been hitting retry on my phone for the better part of two days now. It's just be like, nope, can't get that yet. Everybody got it. <laughs> Everybody trying to get it, dog. Try again next week. Get in line. I don't know how y'all can't respect the fuck out of that. The fact that she is this popular and kept this quiet. Everybody shit. You know, everybody, niggas had motherfucking um, Jay-Z shit before it dropped exclusively on Samsung. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? People was like, y'all had to pay for the shit, buy a Samsung Galaxy. Nigga, I'm listening to it for free right now. Beyonce shit dropped everybody like, huh? What? What happened? Yeah, you know what? You know what? <laughs> also, this goes and people talk about women can't keep secrets. God damn it, she kept that secret. Well, first of all, nobody says women can't keep secrets. Some people That's do a say goddamn that. Lie. Nobody but says women that. can keep secrets. Now you hold on a goddamn minute, big boy. That is a lie, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Nobody says women can't keep secrets. Women keep much better secrets than men. Yes, I think everybody would, would agree with that. Jay-Z l- level of secret compared to beyond Jay-Z's level of secret was like, yeah, my album is only on Samsung, nigga. Drop, and then dropped a commercial for it and all this shit. Uh, Beyonce didn't even drop a commercial. She was just like, it's in your face. Beyonce album. Bam. There you go. <laughs> Wake up, nigga. Wake up. That's how, that's how you <laughs> that's know. A, that's how your alarm went off. The middle of the night, your phone just go out. Wake up, nigga. It's Beyonce out. I'm downloading right now. Yeah. Siri just come on. Nigga, that Beyonce's out. Boop. 
um, Scott Walker's uh, aide got fired for some bizarre cuss-laden anti-Latino tweets. Uh-uh. Scott Walker is a Republican governor of Wisconsin who's trying to generate buzz for a possible 2016 presidential run. And that's how you get attention. He had to fire a campaign aide today uh, for her for her past racial Twitter rants against Latinos, the second such incident to rock Walker's administration since last summer. The Taylor Paul, Paul Misano says, uh, I will choke that. Wait, <laughs> she's 23, by the way. Uh, she was talking about an individual who, who was doing, who was a janitor in the library where she was working. She says, I will choke that illegal Mex cleaning in the library. She's banging fucking chairs around and turn off your Walkman. She posted on March 9th, 2011. That's right. Twitter is forever, everybody. Mm-hmm. Two months ago, she went to Twitter to write about her bus trip to Pasadena, California to Las Vegas, from California to Las Vegas after watching the Wisconsin Badgers play in the Rose Bowl. This bus is my worst fucking nightmare. Nobody speaks English, and these people don't know how to control their kids. Hashtag only three more ha- hours. Hashtag illegal aliens. Oh, she thought no repercussion was going to come to that bullshit. Since then, she's deleted her Twitter account. This is the second such firing since August when August, when Walker's A Stephen Creaser, uh, assisted assistant deputy secretary of the Wisconsin Department of Transportation, lost his job after writing on Facebook that the illegal immigrants were the spawn of Satan. Yeah, because the truth is a lot of them feel like this and they feel like they got the right to go and tell people how they feel. But in that bubble and in the and in, and in the Twitter universe, it's not the same because once you get out there, people are like, oh, motherfucker, you can't say this. What do you mean I can't say this? I say this all the time. Yeah, but in your private setting. Yeah. Watch out, Republican Party. Your truth is showing. Ain't it true? Uh, we get to be treated to the incredible hotspot of hundreds of thousands of these criminals marching in the streets in broad daylight, demanding all the benefit of citizenship from a country whose laws they are breaking even as they are standing there. The illegals themselves have bred the animus that many American citizens feel towards them. You may see Jesus when you look at them. I see Satan. Well, you know what? And then you wonder why no, why they don't vote for you, right? Kreisler added in that post that critics were wrong to say that opposition of illegal immigration generally is driven primarily by racism. Yep. And these are the people Scott Walker has working for him, which means these are the people who most want him to get into office, which by extension means uh, he might be kind of racist, dog. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. These are the people that sign up to work for free. For free, dog. For your campaign. What is it that you're saying that is making these motherfuckers be like, this is the motherfucking person I want president. He is speaking the truth. Also, I'm, yeah, I'm a horrible racist by, no, neither here nor there. <laughs> but, uh, this my motherfucking nigga right here, dog. And by the way, I hate motherfucking niggas. Uh, hashtag <laughs> niggas are Satan and hashtag illegal aliens. Yep. A uh, bus driver who suffered nervous shock when he unwillingly, um, I'm sorry, unwittingly ferried military cadets to a graphic simulated massacre scene has won a payout of more than $400,000. Canberra-based bus driver Vasco Petrovsky was transporting trainee officers around Blue Mountains for exercise stretching in February 2008 while working for a contractor, Circo Sodexo Defense Services. The nighttime training operation was designed to, among other things, equip the group for fear management techniques. The operation included confronting, involved confronting the cadets with a gruesome, realistic crash scene, complete with fake blood, meat cutoffs, rescue dolls, and casualty simulation kits. 
the problem was that the bus driver was unaware of what he was heading into as mr bus driver mm-hmm. as mr petrowski approached the area he was suddenly stopped by a young woman who pleaded for help he saw that she was on the ground with an injured leg. Mr. Podrowski then looked over to see a minibus on his side. The scene became horrifying for the Macedonian driver who had served in the regular Yugoslav armies in, army in the 1970s. Uh-oh. He saw a soldier who appeared to be dead with part of his brain on the ground and noticed a lot of blood. The person sitting in the front of the bus was hunched over the horn with an eye hanging out. He saw two more dead bodies lying on the ground, another person with their tongue lolling out of their mouth, Mr. Petrovsky. First thought that this that someone had slaughtered the soldiers with a machine gun and that the killer was still at the scene. He thought there had been a massacre. Uh, ACT Supreme Court Justice Anthony Basanko wrote in a judgment published on Friday. The driver panicked and began trying to help the casualties until one of the officers pulled him back and told him it was only a training exercise. Mr. Petrovsky, who was visibly shaking and had a changing temperature, was taken to the bus to calm down. He was eventually brought back to the caravan where he was staying in Lithgow and later returned to Canberra. But the shock of the massacre stayed with him. He claimed that he developed mental illness because of the nervous shock he suffered and sued the Australian Defense Force and Serco Sodexo Defense Services in the ACT Supreme Court. But the ADF defended his actions, saying it had fully briefed him and other drivers on what they were about to see. The sergeant gave evidence that the driver had been asked whether they were having a barbecue after they purchased full, two full boxes of offal and six liter boxes of tomato sauce. That doesn't sound like he knew what was going to happen. No, it does not. If he asked him, hey, are y'all going to barbecue? The sergeant claimed he told Petrowski that the meat and sauce was going to be used to simulate the crash scene. The officer said the plaintiff had helped unload the casualty simulation kits, tomato sauce, and boxes of offal and said... All of the drivers were told to be careful of the soldiers lying on the ground. Justice Basanko found a number of unsatisfactory aspects to Mr. Petrovsky's evidence, including his obfuscation when questioned over possible gambling problems. So they, they really were going into this dude's. <laughs> they were going into this dude. They're like, mm-mm, ain't you got gambling problems? The ADF records of the operation noted that a, bu- that a driver suffered a stress reaction during the simulation. Justice Basanko found in the driver's favor saying his evidence and the ADF records and his reactions were cons- consistent with his claim that he suffered a shock reaction. Not to mention, if this guy's been in the Army before, I mean, it could just be like PTSD. It could be anything yeah. that triggered this. That's right. Uh, it's not really something you can play around with. Mm-mm. The simulated accident scene must have looked particularly graphic and arresting at night. Uh, he wrote, the plaintiff was genuinely shocked by what he saw. I think that is more probable than not that he was not given adequate and proper warning of what to expect. And so I find, uh, that he was awarded, uh, $400,000 basically. Well, I just thought that was a funny story and just like, uh, driving down the street and next thing you know, it's like dead people everywhere and shit, you know? Yeah. And it's one of those things where if they find out about his background, why couldn't they find out about him being in the army? It was like, you know, we need to get another driver. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. Maybe, maybe that's the way I look at it. Like somebody should did their research, but like, you know what we, and the thing is, is this, they didn't have something where they had a meeting and had everybody signed it, said they was in attendance. You know, have papers mm-hmm. signing that we told you this. If you didn't, this right. is the problem that you run into. How did they not have a waiver? How did they? It sounds like they really did try to keep it a secret, and then he freaked out, and they were like, oh, shit. Yeah. I feel bad for the other bus drivers. Who knew? Who didn't think of suing the people. They should have freaked That's out, too. True. Yeah. Could have got paid 400 Gs or have been acting food. <laughs> um... The minister expects 
Australian marriage laws to change. Okay. Sydney, Australia. Australian Communications Minister Malcolm Turnbull on Friday said he believed that there was a reasonable prospect of the country changing its law to allow same-sex couples to marry. His comments followed the nation's top court on Thursday, striking down a landmark gay marriage law in the nation's capital, ruling that only the national parliament, not the state and territory authorities, has the power to decide who can wed. The conservative government of Prime Minister Tony Abbott, Prime Minister Tony Abbott, is opposed to gay marriage, and the party has previously refused to allow a conscious vote among its members. In contrast to labor, to the labor opposition, so they basically took the power out of their hands and was like, "Look, we'll let individual areas decide if they want to do this." Yeah, they basically said no gay marriage nationally. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh Turnbull said that it was he was confident this would change. I think it is very likely there will be a conscious vote agreed to by the coalition party room. I guess that's when everybody votes yes or no on gay marriage individually oh. and that decides majority rule or something. I don't know. Okay. He added that a private member's bill was expected to be introduced by to Parliament proposing a change to the existing law which allows marriage only between a man and a woman. As to whether that will result in a bill being passed, it's probably a bit early to say because the new parliament does, it's a new parliament and there's a lot of new members with the, with the government only being elected in September. But I think there is a reasonable prospect of a change to the law in this parliament. Gay marriage was explicitly outlawed under a 2004 revision of the National Marriage Act. Oh, so they went back on it? Yeah, they had to go in there and put it in to say no, only a man and a woman. Uh, by a conservative prime minister at the time, John Howard. Same-sex couples can have civil unions or register their relationships in most states across Australia, but the government does not consider them married under national law, which is uh, horrible, man. I, like, I really hate that that's a thing. Like, I, I mean, America has the same issues here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why we can't federally get this passed once and for all because, I mean... How the fuck are you going to be like, oh, you're married in Ohio, but don't leave that state because then you're not, you know? Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, that would be like if we hopped on a plane, went to D.C. or some shit, and then they were like, y'all ain't married here. <laughs> like, but like, I don't, I don't know what yeah. y'all came here to do, but it ain't show like for us to acknowledge your marriage. I'm sure a lot of uh, couples would like that. You know, it's probably a lot of people like, well, I can't regular marriage be this way. I'd love to move out of this state and get away from this bitch. I ah! hate her. I hate her. <laughs> why can't i just move to vermont and pretend this never happened yes but like we ain't married bitch get away from me yeah why are you all up on me you acting like we married this is a different state <laughs> you know i got hoes in different area codes is what Ludacris is talking about it is um but yeah apparently they have uh different rights in different uh different states there um, apparently so i got rights i got rights and like three to four states, three to four states, <laughs> I got rights <laughs> for the legal. But fr- I want them in them all. Right. <laughs> I'll be uh, them. For legal purposes, they are considered de facto couples and have ex- exactly the same rights as married couples. Campaigners, however, insist that the right to marry is more fundamental hu- human right. Um, since the act was revised, the issue has gained increasing track, national traction with polling commission by marriage equality campaigners putting support for same sex marriage in Australia at 64%. Um, you probably will get similar numbers in America too, which is very funny that, you know, it just shows how our system allows a few people to kind of bottleneck these issues so that no matter what the will of the majority, um, 
the shit can't get past. Yeah, and and I've said this about America and Australia and all these other uh, places that are opposed to this. Uh, Y'all going to die. You know, Mm. people don't want to be that frank, but once y'all die and people start taking these positions that don't think like you, it's going to change. It's going to be federal law here and federal law there eventually. It's just Mm going to take time. People just going to have to die out. Despite this, Australia continues to lag behind a growing number of countries on the reform, including neighboring New Zealand, Britain, and 16 U.S. states. I love how they threw in 16 U.S. states because it's not the whole United States. And that's the truth. Like, we're no better than this. I don't know why they're trying to frame this article like, and 16 U.S. states have decided better. Well, there's places in Australia that have decided it's okay. That's not the same as a federal law. Like, we're lagging behind. We sure are compared to other parts of the world. Yes, we are. Yeah, I love how they try to, well, you can do it in some places. Like, okay. Not everywhere. Like, I think Hawaii just made it legal. Yep. But how much of that is because it's a tourist wedding destination? Destination. And the people's like, look, you cutting our money. Yeah. Like, that shit ain't no genuine. We had a, we came to a decision that morally it was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was like, nigga, we need these ducats. Yeah, that was like, it was like. We broke. Yeah. And it was like, we out here all by ourselves. It's expensive to get out here. We got to give them a reason. Um, all right, man. Um, I remember we talked about a story about a man who was bitten on the penis a while back. No, no, no. He was going to the Starbucks and the snake was in there. Uh, and everybody was like, it's not that big deal, Rod. And I said, it's one of my biggest nightmares that a snake will be in the toilet bowl and see my dick and think it's a rival or some shit. Yeah. Next thing you know, my <laughs> dick is in a fight for its life. No, thank you. It's very scary. They should make a movie about that toilet snake. It's already got a good name. <laughs> and the snake is in the toilet and it'd be the scariest shit ever. Uh, yeah, it will be. You know, they just get I people in yeah. different situations. I ain't got no dick, but you can still get bit in the ass. Mm-hmm. Well, it finally happened, Karen. There's an old rule in news. If a dog bites a man, that's not a story. But if a man bites a dog, well, now you've got a headline. The same thing typically goes for snake bites. Snake bites man, no big deal. But what happened to a man from Ghana's Ashanti region is an exception. Kwabena Nkrumah told the local radio station that he was using a public restroom on Wednesday when he felt a biting pain in his penis. When the man looked down, he discovered that a large black snake had bitten him. Nkrumah said he ran out of the bathroom yelling and warning other men about the reptile, which led to a panic-filled exodus by the other men using the facility. He was taken to a nearby hospital where he was treated for the bite. Now, for a real man, uh, I should say, man bite snake story, we have to go to Nepal. Last year, a Nepali man reportedly bit a cobra snake to death. The man who had been bitten by the snake said he believed killing the reptile would make him immune to the poison. However, that man did eventually seek treatment at a hospital after being pressured by family. What an idiot, by the way. Of course. Um, it sounds like he had a little bit of a reptile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Be here all night, guys. Come on. That's right. Um, Tip your waitresses at least 10%. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I just thought that that was uh, crazy uh, as a story to... You know, that, that, that people would be like, you know, um, that, that, ah, it's just such a crazy story, man. Like, he got bit in the dick. Like, I, I would be freaking out so bad if I got bit on my motherfucking dick. Like, I would be running around wherever I was at with a snake hanging off my dick. Like, oh, oh, like just looking down on my, like, what do I do with this? 
there is a dick there is a snake on my dick uh, i'm sick and tired of all these motherfucking the snakes on our motherfucking dick uh, could you imagine running into the hospital what's wrong sir i got a snake on my dick i couldn't even form words if a snake was on my dick i just be pointing and going ah, 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 like a kid when they get cut and shit you know i wouldn't even oh my god anyway so anyway i was right about something else so that's what you guys should know uh from that story because people were laughing like a snake won't see your dick as a rival i was right a snake will f- totally fucking see your dick as a rival it's hanging down there i always check like women check over the toilet that the toilet seat is down i check to see if it's up okay because you never know uh it's time to play some games guys let's do it all right get into to some gameplay anybody into that all right we have our first game that's just obvious it's fucking with black people guys We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. The game is back. It's time to play fucking with black people. And today's special Christmas edition of fucking with black people comes from none other than Fox News's Megan Kelly. Oh. Let's get right into it, guys. I think I have a clip here to play. Move on, because I want to get to this other topic. So in Slate, they have a piece uh, on .com, Santa Claus should not be a white man anymore. And when I saw this headline, I kind of laughed, and I said, oh, this is so ridiculous. Yet another person claiming it's racist to have a white Santa, you know? And by the way, for all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white, but this person is just arguing that, that maybe we should, we should also have a black Santa. But, you know, Santa is what he is, and just so you know, we're just debating this because someone wrote about it, kids. Okay, I wanted to get... By the way... Why, Damn! I, this is one of the most underrated moments on TV and no one ever talks about these moments. The moment where all your co-hosts abandon you. I fucking love it every time. Every time there's a scandal, everyone wants to watch for what was said. I like to watch the other people on camera distance themselves from the stupid shit you just said. Even these white people who are on Fox News was like, I who are not- on Megyn Kelly's show. Nobody's chuckling. Everybody went straight face. One woman has a dumbass smile frozen on her face because she's sitting up there like, you said some crazy shit, bitch, and I don't want to be associated with it because I don't want the NAACP on my ass. They're all thinking of how do I feel the next three minutes of this segment without saying anything to get myself in trouble. Come on. I can't fuck my money up. Yeah, I would love, I would love to be invited back into this Fox News money. Every, I would love to. But I don't know if I want to be on this lady's side because this is probably going to end up horribly racist. Yes. That's right. But Jedediah, when I read the piece, the author seems to have... Slay's name is Jedediah? That sounds like Jewish. Yeah. Jesus was white. Now listen to me. Uh, Jew, you go next. Yeah, Jebediah. Yeah. Je- Je- what is she, like Morgan, Mormon or something? Jedediah for a woman? Mm-hmm. That's do. Amish. seems to have you know she's african-american and she seems to have real pain at having grown up with this image of a white santa and she speaks about it kind of honestly saying i i didn't really understand why that had to be 
Yeah, she wants Santa to be inclusive, and I had the same reaction. Initially, I was thinking, oh, this is more politically correct nonsense. This is hypersensitivity in our culture. And then you read the piece, and you really walk through the steps with her. I think it's a tribute to her writing. And you realize if you were a young kid and you were African-American and your Santa Claus was white, it would affect you when you went to school. Maybe you wouldn't feel that you were part of that tradition. Now, she suggests that a penguin should be Santa. Okay, and that's where she goes off the rails. Of, well, um. I love that this lady, like Megan Kelly, was relying on her to have her back. Yeah, she did not. And this she, one was picking really reasonable. She immediately was like, "I read it, uh, yeah. not just the title." Yeah, obviously, yeah, it was one of those <laughs> she was indirectly say, "Obviously, bitch, you did not read what the bitch what she had <laughs> right. to say." So that's why your comments are so very ignorant right now. It was well written and had a great point. Uh, that is what I would like to add to this discussion. Yes, <laughs> on Fox she News. was like, "I am not going to jump on your sick and ship." I think that's kind of interesting, though, to have an animal, which is something that kids love, sort of brings that cartoonish component into it. And I think that makes all kids kind of feel welcome in the process. So I no, see where she was going with that. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't <laughs> make so all kids wrong. feel welcome. Hey, I like it, feels, it makes all, all birds feel welcome. <laughs> uh, um. So now to say it makes all birds feel welcome, she's acknowledging that the imagery of Santa Claus does have a certain amount of exclusion to it. Come on now. And inclusion to it. And her coveting of a white Santa is clearly designed to be like, no, 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 niggers. No, 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 no. No Christmas for you. Yeah. Not unless you Santa is white and that's it. Yeah. Damn it. But it's not, it's not over yet. Kids like penguins. But, you know, it, but I, okay. So that, so I've given her name is Aisha Harris. I've given her, her, you know, her due on where she was going with it. But by the way, you have not. The other lady gave her her due, but okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just because it makes you feel uncomfortable doesn't mean it has to change. You know, I mean, <laughs> bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're the one not changing. You're the one that immediately closed <laughs> your mind to the even the thought of the prospect of Santa being anything other than oh, white. Oh man, that's so good. What? Oh yeah, that's classic. She got the bars, remember, don't she? Remember that classic Martin Luther King speech? Just because it makes you uncomfortable does not mean it has to change. Come on, I believe uh, Rosa Parks said this several times. I think she did. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Mandela, when he got out of uh, prison, he just recently deceased Mandela, I believe that was his first statement uh, as nationally. He said, hey, I've been in prison for 27 years, but just because something makes you uncomfortable does not mean that it has to change. Okay, guys? Status quo is fine with me. Jesus was a white man, too. But, you you know, it's like we have, he was a historical. Oh. Mm -hmm. Did she not know Jews watch her show? And there was that, like, damn it, Jesus was Jewish. Listen, Jedediah, Jesus was a white man. Okay? You don't and I brought, money. I brought on a panel of four white people to discuss this, and I believe we have the superior opinion. And I believe Jebediah is Jewish, so give us your opinion about this. We will cover all the angles on this story. Because uh, <laughs> well, uh, we're Fox News. You know how many white men have uh, hair like sheep's wool and uh, skin of bronze? Mm -hmm. You guys know You guys know that, right? Comfortable doesn't mean it has to change. You know, I mean... Jesus yeah. was a white man too, but you you know it's like we have he was a historical figure. I mean that's a verifiable fact. Jesus looked more like the Muslims you hate, Kelly, than you. <laughs> Jesus yeah, looked I don't think she more like that. the people that you hate. Jesus got a good tan, baby. <laughs> he does not look like you at all. <laughs> Stay white <waiting> on Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus got blonde hair and blue eyes. I thought you knew, son. He was a good person, so he white. <laughs> As is Santa. I just want right. the kids watching to know that. Yes. But my point is, how do you just revise it? The kids who watch Fox News. The children who are at school at the hour that this show come on at 10 a.m. in the morning, right? She's doing this for the kids, the racist kids that would not love Christmas if Jesus was anything other than white. Come like, on now. We have, he was a historical figure. I mean, that's a verifiable fact, as is Santa. I just want right. the kids watching to know that. Yes. But my point is, how do you just revise it, you know, in the middle? I love that the whitest lady on the panel is the only one going, yes, mm-hmm, yes, Megan, everything you say. Yeah, them other two are like, mm-hmm. The white dude is looking like, oh, God, two more minutes. What, what did they sign me up for? Legacy of the story and change Santa from white to black. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can't. Uh, first of all, the penguin would never work, Megan, because <laughs> a penguin cannot lug all of those gifts around the world. Uh, that's He's number one. We just, we just want to be Santa's clear. Exactly. But you're absolutely right. Look, Santa Claus is based on St. Nicholas, who was a, an actual person, a Greek bishop, uh, and was a white man. And so all of this, well, I mean, okay, I, I understand. Yeah, how can I mean, he be alienating? Come on. How cute is he, right? So, I, you know, you can he's a white man y'all how could that it's not how like a black be? obviously if you see a black man holding a cookie and some milk that's alienating but a white man holding a cookie and some milk everybody who the fuck gotta be love that? them everybody yeah you know the white race the good guys of history mm-hmm. they have always done good by everyone. everyone why would any culture any have, person have an issue with them find them untrustworthy or threatening i don't it's not like they have dark skin. Duh. Can't take facts and then try to change them to fit some sort of a political agenda or a sensitivity agenda. Bernard, quick last word. Look, I, I think that it's fine for Santa to be represented as a traditional white man, but I also think that if people want to represent him as an African-American male, a Latina, an Asian, or a drag queen, I think our social fabric can sort yeah, of take the elasticity. There. No, you can take the elasticity of Chris Kringle. I mean, I really don't think that a society is going to break All up right, if go. people... Re- of course, she cuts out the reasonable version. Oh, oh, she, <laughs> oh, she wants to go now since he's really being reasonable. He was like... Uh, yeah, Santa Claus is like a thought on idea, y'all. Yeah, it was based off of somebody, but Santa could be whoever you want him to be. And she was like, all right, I got to go. You, 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 <sighs> you, you're being reasonable. I got to deal with crazy people. Get this off my TV. This is so good. It's so good, man. Oh, my God. Oh, great job, everybody. And then cutting off the reasonable dude where he's like, well, shit, I mean, they could be a gay center. Who gives a fuck? Like, it's made up. Ain't that the truth? Um, and then, um, even based in facts, it appears she was wrong. Um, I was watching the Daily Show and they were kind of breaking down the origins of Santa and stuff. And the, they were like, this is kind of what he would have looked like according to, you know, the history and the descriptions of him, scientific, like the, factually okay because he's a, and it was a brown skin looking dude yeah, and i, I mean, was like yeah green. you wouldn't be cool with that no y'all wouldn't be cool with that all the people in this thing so uh yeah i just mwah, 100 oh, one yeah. fucking hundred uh and how did she get 100 because to me that was a 75 of a segment she got 100 because today she said she put out that uh it was a joke no, she didn't. Megan Kelly said tonight on her Fox News Channel program that her Wednesday show segment in which she said that Santa Claus and Jesus are white was tongue in cheek and that anyone who says otherwise needs to lighten up. 
humor is a part of what we try to bring to this show but sometimes that's lost to on the humorless uh uh-uh, she meant that shit uh uh-uh, uh i don't buy that nope 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 lady you guys just don't have a funny bone no you meant that shit this would be funny if it were not so telling about our society in particular the knee-jerk instinct by so many to race bait and assume the worst in people especially people employed by the very, very powerful fox news channel yeah you guys are race baiting her black people who got angry and heard that and emailed the show and protested and was like, hey, um, Senator can be black. And enough people said it for Fox, for Fox News to go, hey, we can't have the Negroes out here being mad because we need their votes, bitch. Apologize. On her show Wednesday, Kelly and panelists discussed this, a Santa piece written by a black woman suggested Santa was, should not be white. A white man anymore. Writer Aisha Harris suggested a pig woman play Santa Claus. At, well, I already played the piece, but... Um, she said santa just is white but this person just arguing that maybe we should also have a black santa but santa is what he is and just so you know we're just debating this because someone wrote it about someone wrote about it kids yeah you insulting the writer you insulting <laughs> you insulting just the concept of it then on the tonight show she went on there and said contrary to what my critics have posited neither my statement nor harris is i'm sure was motivated by any racial fear or loathing in fact it was something far less sinister a lifetime of exposure to the very same commercials mal casting calls and movies harris references in her piece should that change well that debate got lost because so many couldn't get past the fact that i acknowledged as harris did that the most commonly depicted image of santa does in fact have white skin she is so talking around it also to say it got lost in the debate there was no no debate debate. you had this piece you controlled every part of it you said and you cut the dude dude off when it was time to to talk about it when it was when y'all would have had the debate you cut him short when he was bringing up shit to actually challenge what the fuck he was saying he was like all right i gotta go yeah she did acknowledge tonight that her assertion wednesday that jesus was a white man is far from settled Kelly said, the fact that an offhanded jest I made during the segment about whether Santa should be replaced by a penguin has now become a national firestorm says two things. Race is still an incredibly volatile issue in this country. And Fox News and yours truly are big targets for many people. Yep, you're a target now uh, because you said some dumb shit. Uh, yeah, because nobody else on the panel had to apologize, did they? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, you know, because if y'all was really out there which is what you wanted everybody to come on and run with you and they didn't that's why you're the one apologizing not the whole panel yeah she told jay leno i'm a straight news anchor i'm not one of the opinion hosts at fox and Uh, but that was your opinion that she was giving you you, Mm -hmm. there was no factual evidence to what you were saying Mm -hmm. so yeah um, I don't know. That's just funny. Yeah, she get a hundred for fucking up. Definitely get a hundred though. Yeah, I, mean, I don't stupid. know how you can. All right, guys, y'all want to play some uh some guess the race here, guys? Is everybody ready to play the game? Let's that's do it. Got everybody going crazy. Now that is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now it is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show across all the podcast land where we play or read different news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our chat room to guess the race. Uh, chat room, I hope you guys are ready to get some uh, guessing in. You're the only ones playing. All right, let's do this. Um, here is our first article. Um, 
apparently oh actually it's not really even just an article it's more of a video but um there was a burglary uh in brooklyn new york okay where a woman went to an apartment complex stood outside the door and twerked for an hour oh <gasps> and then a another person came in stole some mailed packages while she distracted everybody with the twerking mm-hmm. and then they walked off together <laughs> best twerking ever yep um, you twerk for an hour god damn you got some good cardio in mm-hmm yep they uh apparently um she decided to get loose before doing a job twerking for an obscenely long amount of time outside of her target's apartment building her endurance was rather impressive said the victim lindsey riddle yeah, i'm not hour. exaggerating when i say she did this for an hour a couple of my neighbors walked into the building and she'd stop momentarily and then start up hardcore as soon as their backs were to her uh there's a i'll, I'll put the video earl in the uh chat room it's 27 seconds long but it's a sped up video of the twerking in question guys wow um, yeah she definitely twerked her ass off uh no no pun literally yeah she and then like near the end you see um somebody come in and 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 and, and, like get the packages or whatever um but uh riddle a 27 year old graphics coordinator oh wait why don't i put it in the chat you guys now know the race sorry about that that was dumb um but uh yeah (laughs) Well, I guess we won't be doing guest the race yeah. on this. No guest the race for this. That was good though. Uh, my bad, y'all. Let's do some real guest the race here. Here's another one. Investigators tell us this man, Dupree Johnson, is the ringleader, and tonight he's locked up. Investigators believe Johnson and a group of several other people are responsible for as many as 40 burglaries in 55 and older communities in West Point Beach. The sheriff's office gave us some of these pictures of the stolen items seized when they served a search warrant at Johnson's Lake Worth home. Investigators believe Johnson and his crew stole more than $250,000 in jewelry, electronics, and firearms since March of this year. As of this hour, the sheriff's office tells us they've arrested at least four other people working under Johnson. Now, the sheriff's office has also confirmed to us that they plan on holding a press conference next week to discuss and to give us more information about this. Meanwhile, detectives are asking anyone, anyone who they think might be a victim, they're asking you to give them a call at number 561-357-7000. Again, I'll repeat that number, 561-357-7000. For now, we're live in Palm Beach County. Michael Butchner, CBS 12 News. All right, guys. Uh, Guess the race of dupree johnson florida man charged for 142 felony counts after a cop saw his instagram page let's check the chat room a black santa and his black ass l says Tiana samuels oh my black jack johnson says miss crystal <laughs> solar mosquito <laughs> says leonard brothers oh my cussing ass mechanic says black rob <laughs> one who wasn't mad at tiger woods about the white women black male blackity black says june dupree equal former stylistics drummer says raymond oh my talking about slavery is reverse racism white says mike uh black says chuck spears not boynton beach florida oh florida xbox one black yeah it was florida james <laughs> putting your picture of your crime on social media black says james 
uh i mean says sparger dupree and tc from the wayans brothers says Austinot jones and vg vzg says black the correct uh, yes karen no your correct answer is black someone said white not white dupree johnson and you went with white yeah <laughs> okay uh but hey what was i what can i say i was off uh one time too so uh here's another one a hallsville man was arrested after a weapons disturbance a the boone county sheriff's department arrested a man sunday afternoon after disturbance with a weapon deputies were dispatched to wherever that nigga lives and learned that two children were trying to catch a dog that had gotten off a leash as the children were trying to catch the dog, Brian Gravit, 39, of Hallsville, shot a rifle towards them and the dog. <gasps> the mother of the children confronted the man, and then he pointed the rifle at her. How dare you shoot at my kids? I bitch, real, get off my lawn. Officials arrested Gravit after learning he had previous felony conviction, making it illegal for him to even have a firearm. The rifle was also discovered to be stolen, because he really wanted to go back to prison. Gravit was arrested on six charges, including second degree assault, armed criminal action, unlawful use of a weapon, possession of a firearm, unlawful for certain persons. Third degree assault and receiving stolen property. No one was injured in the incident. Guess the race of this dumbass dude, Mr. Uh, Brian Gravet, 39 years old, rifle wielding son of a bitch. <laughs> Duck Dynasty ZZ Top White says June in the chat room. June from Harlem. Uh, NRA member White, one who tops his Christmas tree with a noose, says Paul Andre Joseph. Make oh, wow. Fine beverages. I didn't know I couldn't do that. White, says Mike. Sawed off with a white. People stiller whites. <laughs> That's Litter Brothers, people stiller. That's great. That is awesome. Uh, Rapists of Africa. So many charges, but, um, Grand Rarino enthusiast, Grand Torino enthusiast. What race is that? I play Grand Torino. Oh, Grand Torino, not Grand Theft Auto. Uh, yeah, only white people like that movie. Clint Eastwood from Grand Torino, white, one who requests goat cheese on his omelet, <laughs> white, one who climbs, <laughs> that was Black Rob, one who climbs a goalpost after a football game. The correct answer is, is white. that's right you were correct that dude shot at the kids and the dog he and then aimed the gun at the mama he didn't give a damn good gravy all that's right gangster. you guys are doing so well let's get right into the bonus round double the points double the race double the points and the race that's right guys it's time for the bonus round most of you guys are two for two but now even if you did miss one michael it's your turn to get back, back into the, the game with double the points double the racism are you guys getting nervous i hope not here's another article guys um from a guy who's trying to get some gas apparently a suspected gas thief apparently triggered his own horrific death, and police say it's a deadly reminder that crime doesn't pay. The man died at a gas station on Avalon Boulevard, and as KCAT Line's Jeff Nguyen reports, the man burned to death. 
A team of workers drained gasoline from this burned-out van in South L.A. after a deadly explosion, in which police say the driver was stealing gas from an underground gas tank. This gas station security guard says the blast sent a fireball more this than is too low, baby. into the It's too low? Hold on, hold on. I'll start over and I'll turn the volume up. My bad, guys. I thought that was loud enough. Um, give me one second here. Okay. All right, let's try it again, guys. Um... Play, son of a bitch. Refresh. Son of a motherfucker, why are you embarrassing me? I know. Alright, let me refresh it and uh play it again. Let me turn this shit up. Um Alright. Mm-hmm. Live podcasting. Mm-hmm. Live it on the edge. Why why did it play last time and now I won't play? Oh my god, I'm it's killing me. Oh, it won't play at all? Uh-uh. It's not playing. Oh, shit. Uh, we have technical difficulties. Um, hold on. Let's see, uh. Because I'm about to say it was just playing like three seconds ago. Yeah, it's y'all fault for saying it wasn't loud enough, guys. Okay. Um, I'm going to refresh again. Yeah, if, if you guys wouldn't have had a problem with it not being loud enough, uh, it would have been fine. Um, but, uh, apparently you guys are assholes. And, uh, couldn't take it. A suspected gas thief apparently triggered his own horrific death, and police say it's a deadly reminder that crime doesn't pay. The man died at a gas station on Avalon Boulevard, and as KCAT9's Jeff Nguyen reports, the man burned to death. A team of workers drained gasoline from this burned-out van in South L.A. after a deadly explosion, in which police say the driver was stealing gas from an underground gas tank. This gas station security guard says the blast sent a fireball more than 10 feet into the air. The driver's family says he was Richard Glover, a man in his mid-50s from South L.A., who they say would often steal gas when money was tight. My sister told him don't go. Police say there were two 55-gallon tanks inside that van, as well as an inch-wide water hose leading from the van into an underground gas tank. Well, it appears that there was a uh, some type of pump uh, coming from the vehicle to the uh, port of the uh, the tank. Witnesses say there were other customers as well as gas station workers here just before 6.30 this morning. But there was no one else hurt. Glover's family says this wasn't the first time siphoning gas went badly for him. You know, he got burned one time. That should have been enough. I don't know, man. And they say they're glad his wife was at home sleeping this morning because she used to ride with him when he did this. In South L.A., John- I like that this was his go-to move. <laughs> and everybody knew it. What? Who has this uncle? That was like, we don't told him to stop doing that. It was like his crazy-ass wife used to go out there with him, but yeah. apparently she had to stop. Who has the gas-stealing uncle, dog? <laughs> you know, when times get hard, man, you got to go down there to... <laughs> you gotta go down there to the gas station, you know, Circle K or something. Yeah, time times hard, bro. Steal some gas, sell it on the street. Um, all right, man. So let's check the chat room, see what race they believe this guy is. Um, I, I fucking forgot his name. Uh, his name is Glover, something Glover. Um, Richard Glover. 
check the chat room see what they believe also great witnesses in this case yes descendant of the underground railroad black one who has three minutes of stand-up comedy dedicated to cheese uncle rock is black white to burnt revitiligo extreme tanning enthusiast white elaborate in igneous black uh uh, and black the correct answer is didn't get a lot of guesses on this one laid off by the plant but got to get that xbox one black says astronaut jones <laughs> first character to die in a horror movie says black rob uh i thought that was ingenious rock i thought it was igneous in the igneous elaborate igneous rock I, I have no idea oh i don't know elaborate ingenious black i guess so all right that works works for me i don't whatever you want me to say mike the correct answer is black he was black really surprised we didn't get any black as black now because he's burned to a crisp but uh, some people guess white he was black y'all yeah um but uh yeah man uh that's a crazy ass story I've been told him not to she told him not to go down now and then his wife just happened to be sleep. She was just like, I ain't going with you this time. He blew his ass up. She yeah. probably had to died with him. Right, fucking with him. Here's another one. Um this one is about uh, another criminal going wrong. It's a bizarre electrocution case. The medical examiner says the victim is 38-year-old Devin Williams, killed when he was cutting power lines on the roof of a Milwaukee business earlier this week. As WISN 12 News Kent Wainscott reports, the incident may have been the result of a dangerous and increasingly common crime. There was a man slumped over the edge of the roof right by where the electrical connections are coming in. Pat Greer describes the terrifying scene that workers came upon earlier this week at his Northside Tire Wholesale business. Right up here. Right. He was leaning over the cap at the time uh, with the wire cutters in his hands and had been electrocuted. Authorities believe the victim may have been on the roof to steal copper wiring. A section of the wire had already been removed. Yeah, he'd cut out a section of the wire. You think that's what he was after? Yes, I do. This is a major concern from a safety standpoint. Brian Manthe of We Energy says copper thefts are on the rise as the price of copper increases, but those thefts carry a serious risk. It's just startling to think that they would be willing to risk what would be no second chances if you make a mistake. In this case, the wires were still hot when emergency crews first arrived on the scene, posing a risk to their safety. But the greater danger may be when similar thefts occur in abandoned homes in residential neighborhoods. An explosion and fire at this vacant Kenosha home earlier this year is thought to be the result of thieves stealing copper piping. And Greer says he now knows the danger can exist anywhere. I heard about it in abandoned homes and, you know, you know, some abandoned businesses, but I never expected to see anything like this. In Milwaukee, I'm Kent Wainscott, WISN 12 News. We Energy says it has increased security around its substations and is working with Milwaukee and other cities to guard against cases of copper theft in vacant homes and businesses. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Hitting them hot wires and got fried. Oh, it's not a good day for criminals trying to do some adventurous theft, right? Mm-hmm. Just a bad day to decide to steal some shit that you don't know all the signs around. Nope, and they had big ass signs. It was like, I voted. Uh, a cheese and, goblin who needed the wire to repair at uh, are his 
at his meth cooking uh machine oh. meth making machine gypsy white trying to cook cheese on the roof with copper wires white oh my johnny weeks from the wire trying to buy more crack white we've had some of the blackest names in guess the race this that crackhead shit tyrone biggum's black meth smoking not making toothless white had a spark when he started but now he's just garbage black <laughs> that's diana uh white says farger um the correct answer is, is black that's right suck it all up y'all missed it so somebody said white uh somebody said white so i mean white yeah, someone said white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody said right. white. Yeah, they were wait. Someone said black and they were right. So that's why I'm clapping for them. Yeah, there you go. Uh oh, so the answer is black. Yeah, the correct answer is black. Black. It was a white man. It was a black man, and you guys all guessed uh, uh, white. Wait, what am I saying? <laughs> I'm not sure. The correct. The answer- correct answer is it was a black man. Most of you motherfuckers guessed white, and y'all were wrong. Hence the booze. And then somebody did say white, and they were right. Yes. Okay. I mean, someone said black, and they were right. That's right. I don't ah. know, that should even confuse me because it just seemed like such a white crime. It does, don't it? It's so white. Like, who the fuck? What nigga fucks with electricity? That don't even seem like some shit black people would do. do. We don't even fuck with the circuit breaker if our shit is out. Now it's like call the man to reset the circuit breaker. But all you gotta do is, I ain't flipping shit. I ain't getting electrocuted. Yeah, nobody was paying attention in that part of science class. Um, all right, man. Uh, it's time to wrap up, guys. Uh, but we can't leave without talking about one of the things that's plaguing the world at large, guys. And that is sword ratchetness, guys. Okay. A port leading man has been accused of repeatedly striking a car with a samurai sword as a family member was inside of it. That's right, guys. People with swords don't care about the laws of physics. Apparently not. They don't care about sword not being able to cut through a car. They're just going to try to kill you. Robert Mosley, 48, of Mechanic Street, was involved in a domestic dispute Saturday night when he attempted to stop the person from driving away. The vehicle was struck several times, and its rear window was shattered. Mosley was charged with criminal mischief, endangering the welfare of a child, and menacing. Deputy said he was arraigned and sent to Lewis County Jail on a thousand dollars bail or two thousand dollars bond. So sad, man. Just uh, watch your back out there, people. Love the people that you have in your life while you can love them, because you never know when one of these sword wielding motherfuckers will try to take them away from you. You never know. Um. All right, guys. It's been a fun episode. It's just me and Karen. Uh. But uh, it was awesome. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow at 9. There's no guest set up for that yet, but uh, we'll let you guys know if that changes. Yes. Um, I guess uh, go to Shadow Down Productions, uh, buy their uh, movie perspective, and then get emailed a the audio, uh, the, the, the director's cut version, with Karen and I doing commentary. It's very mm-hmm. fun. I think you guys will enjoy it. Um uh it's very short and i think it's it's not even that expensive i want to say it might be four or five dollars at the most so go check it out man it's a real good way to support the show and you know dexter has been down with us from day one uh also adam and eve code tbgwt get your discounts uh stuff can still get here in time for christmas 
uh so uh make sure you guys do that um and uh i think that's about it man go eagles Mm -hmm. just like them hills yesterday oh you see it you see it um and uh we'll be back uh tomorrow so until then i love you you too baby